Consistency is key in life and especially to this podcast. Even after such a long break, I'm super pumped to present something really great to y'all. Life is all about short phases and transitions and I entered a different phase of life as well. Recently, because of one random tweet over the internet, I landed myself an internship at the Maharashtra Tourism and Development Corporation. I was selected as an intern for the business development department and all my efforts are targeted towards reviving state tourism. Recently, I had this conversation with uh, my friend Janvi Bhatia, a colleague with me at MTDC, who's a very creative individual and is consistently involved in the social media of MTDC. She believes that learning and unlearning are two very important aspects of life, sometimes the latter having more weightage. So not to delay things any further, let's get right into this podcast and see what we learn. Hey Janvi, welcome to Out of the Hood with Hamza episode number 10. We are finally back in the game. So the first question that I had for you today is that unlearn is a word that is often misunderstood by people. They take it in its negative connotation and the actual meaning is lost. Uh so how would you define unlearning for yourself of course and uh, create meaning for our listeners as well? Unlearning is basically um it's just what it says it is it's unlearning whatever that you've been taught for generations or something that your parents have had a prejudice upon and something that you have always thought of like it's just um but it's very inherent to your core about who you are and it's something that you know that needs to be changed but you don't know how or you don't know where to start or uh, it's something that every everyone should look within themselves and understand what they need to unlearn and <laughs> like unlearning is basically just getting over or understanding some things better looking at it through a fresh perspective looking at looking at it through a perspective that is relevant to you to your surrounding not to your parents not to your grandparents not to your sister not to your relatives or anybody in your universe because it's ultimately your universe and nobody else should matter but your thought so that is what unlearning is i i understand that um it is taken in a very negative connotation because it's uh, somewhat rebellious but it's something that um i mean all the changes that have always been brought into the world were termed as rebellious and even if it is your own rebellion it's it's worth it what was your first experience with unlearning something or learning to do something efficiently by just focusing on it from scratch uh, what i'm trying to ask is basically uh is it about just being very authentic to the core of the activity that you're trying to perform um my first experience about unlearning was uh, actually uh, i don't know it seems controversial but it was about the hindu muslim prejudice and it's when we uh, me and my mom were driving around uh, jogeshwari that is mm, mostly a muslim area and that is when there was 
uh, there was this biker who cut through us. He wasn't wearing a helmet. And I think I was about um, 15 or 16, I think, uh, that time. And that's when my mom just went, um, like, she started swearing about how Muslims have encroached upon India and that you, and that you, they need to, I mean, it was kind of bad. And that's when I asked my mom, as in, because in school I was learning about harmony and how India and Pakistan were one and there was, there's no difference between anybody else, we're all just people. But when you come home and it, it's a completely different story. That's, and that's when I asked my mom, as in, why do you do that? It's, they're just people and he just got, how do you know if he's a Muslim or how do you know if he's a Hindu? And he, she just, uh, she looked at me like, how, she looked at me like I wasn't supposed to ask that question. And I wasn't supposed to, I was, um, I don't know, I don't know what I felt at that time, but we have always had, then we just kept having these arguments about, I, whatever, and then there were statistics, as in most of the civil disobedience was by Muslims in Muslim-dominated areas. And, but the assumption of something assumption of someone being civil disobedient and directly relating it to someone being Muslim was something that I never understood until I was about um, 18 and I asked my grandmother about what she thought about Hindus and Muslims. She was an exceptional woman. She, was a, she had like two master's degrees and she had an extremely tough life about where, where she came or where she was going and that's when I asked her because I wanted her to understand generational views about this particular phenomena and that's when she said in she said that um, I don't know how to explain anything to you but she but I uh, they were living in Gujarat at the time and the Gujarat riots were active then so she said that they um, the only reason that I'm alive right now is because I'm a Hindu and the only reason that my mom's alive or my any of my uh, maternal side of the family is where they are is because they were Hindu because that's when he that's when there was a man who just came to their house because <laughs> The color was green. I mean, my house is green. My maternal, my grandparents' house was green outside. And uh, it was so silly because <laughs> that's the painting that they did during Ganpati, Ganpati decorations. So they made a forest, which is why they had to paint the house green. And uh, that's when they thought that it's a Muslim house. They came in, they barged into us, they broke all the vases, everything, and my, my, my family was, my mom, my grandmother was in the room up and they said that we're Hindu, we're Hindu, look at our mandir, look at our, uh, they were wearing a swastik in all their necks and they said we're Hindu, we're Hindu. And that's when they said that uh, in, in logo ka color, 
तुम क्यों लगा रहे हो पाकिस्तान का कलर क्यों लगा रहे हो फिर सो आई दैट इज सिग्निफिकेंट एंड गुजरात रायट्स लाफ्टेड अबाउट आई मीन आई थिंक क्वाइट क्वाइट बिट ऑफ टाइम सो आई गेट वेर दे कमिंग फ्राम आई गेट दैट ड्रामा एंड आई गेट वाई दे आर स्केर्ड आई गेट वाई दे हैव वाई दे हैव हीटरेड टूवर्ड्स दी अदर साइड बट आई डोंट आई हैव एक्सपीरियंसड समथिंग लाइक दैट विच इज़ वाई आई डोंट नो हाउ टू रियक्ट टू दैट एंड आई डेंट आई सो आई हैड टू अनलर्न दैट जनरेशनल ट्रामा एज इन बिकॉज इट वॉज पास ऑन टू मी एंड दैट वॉज द ओनली प्रजरस एंड द ओनली प्लस साइड दैट माई मॉम ऑलवेज थाट वॉज वन was because uh, she kept saying oh i have so i have so many muslim friends and how do you tell me to be anti muslim but i have always seen these times when she becomes like that or when my dad becomes like that so i that is what unlearning is you need to unlearn that you need to make sure that you still have peace with your side of the family because you understand where you where they coming from and yeah that's that's what it is that was my first experience and after that i kept realizing okay like this is what's supposed to be unlearned and i came across instagram one of these um instagram highlights about what unlearning is and that's when i thought oh that's what i should be doing which is when i read more into it and i started looking into myself much much more intensely and i wanted to because i didn't want uh the other generation that is my brothers or if there is <laughs> i mean i don't want the same kind of uh rebellion or it's the same trouble that i went through to someone else so yeah that's that's what it is So my third question to you is uh is there a process for unlearning and if so what is that process uh like when you're planning to unlearn something that you know a lot about do you follow some sequential steps uh to unlearn it or is it just trial and error method uh there's there's no process to unlearning something there's no significant like written down process that you need to do this to unlearn something but it's basically um about how you understand your emotions how you understand yourself and it's just a work and play of that it's truly a trial and error method because something works something doesn't and you need to realize what does for you for me it's uh, journaling or meditation and uh, really asking yourself or reading about things or reading about the same reading about the act of unlearning or reading about um evidences as to because i'm uh, quite analytical when it comes to arguments so i need to know both sides and i need to know exactly what has happened and i need to know what the correct uh notion of thought should be which is why uh, i like to journal and i like to understand okay this is what i'm feeling this is what i'm thinking this is what i need to think 
and the transition from that to where I want to think is uh, what unlearning is. So, yeah, there is no process. It's just really looking into yourself and asking you, and asking yourself as in, uh, do you, what do you want? Uh, that's it. So my last question to you uh, to end this podcast is that a word according to me that's synonymous with unlearning is uh, flexibility or the ability to maneuver and adjust performance uh, for the required task at hand. So in that way, do you see any kind of similarity between flexibility and unlearning? And what are your thoughts on that? Very, very well said. It is flexibility, actually. And it is the ability to maneuver things according to your environment but it um, it isn't actually that simple it is the final act is uh, may look like flexibility but inherently it's uh, something that uh, something in you changes your entire like you can feel I don't know I feel like some when I get over something that uh, has to be unlearned there is a light inside of my body <laughs> I feel like something in inside me has just been like ding okay cool like that's a great thing that's something that I've done for myself and I don't know it's just I think the Karl Marx in me but who are you without your thoughts so I don't know but um, uh, what my intention of saying this is uh, flexibility may be something that is quite external like the term but uh, unlearning is something that um, your your soul feels or your heart. I mean, you will feel lighter once you are over something, once you have made peace with something. And there's always this... Um, so when something happens to you, uh, the first, the initial thought is what you have been trained to think, is what you have been thinking since generations or since... A long time but the second thought is something that you need to um, is something that you need to deliberately like concentrate on because that is what you do with that thought as in if something happens to me um, related to like when I'm driving right now and um, whenever I pass through um, any of the Muslim dominated areas the first thought of me is, oh my god, okay, let me just be more alert uh, or something of that sort. But my immediately there is a second thought that comes in and says, it's it's all right. Like, you're just driving, it's just a normal road. Just like Jogesh Fari, people are like, Malad mein log Just like there, there's somewhere else. So, that's, that's all it is. It's just telling yourself um, what, it's just... Uh, reinforcing the thought that you want to think and yeah it's just that so yay we grew up going to school and learning about subjects like um we're given information about subjects like media, organized religion, um, government, and the internet, and so much more. And 
We're living in what is literally called the information age. We are conditioned by all of this information to see reality through a specific lens. And I just I'm, I want to tell you that learning is not as important as it is made out to be. In fact, I feel like it can be confining uh, it can be confining you to a life of mediocrity. I mean, according to according to a Buddhist proverb is that says learning to unlearn is the highest form of learning. And as with many many deeper truths and forms various forms of self actualization you need to really contemplate what this means to understand as the more you learn about things uh, be they true or not the more rigid your reality becomes the less possible certain things seem to be limiting your ability to imagine possibilities as a child this goes for information as well as any other activities um you take take a take an old man and you soon realize that um you don't seem to gel with them or they can't seem to gel with you because they are as rigid as their thoughts are and what i feel when i fail to be as someone as that i don't ever want to stop i don't ever want to restrict myself into my full i want to bloom fully and i as a human being owe that to the universe i owe that to myself and i a strong i consciously believe that the effort it takes to um to learn to unlearn and then to relearn things is so much more and you owe yourself that your self de- deserves that you deserve that kind amount of attention and it's it's necessary to look at yourself and to evolve to change because what is what is nature without any change there is nothing without change and with it if if you don't change you become <laughs> you're finished you're nothing <sighs> thank you amza for involving me with this podcast i've always wanted to be in one and thank you so much i love your content and um i like that you want to learn about unlearning and more and you'd like to do your part in exp- in exploring that with other people and me and yes i'm so excited to be out of the hood <laughs> with hamza on spotify and keep following for more much more amazing episodes because there's so much unlearning to do <laughs> thank you so much <laughs>